Orlando Magic defeat the Portland Trailblazers 102-97, improving to 2-0 on the season. Love to see it. It was an ugly victory, but a victory nonetheless. And um, this this might come off a little bit uh, critical, but I just think our gentlemen out there can do so much better, can play so much better than they did tonight. Did not think this needed to be as close as it was. We really tried to give this game away, especially in the third quarter, when apparently we, we held, handed out freezy pops at halftime because we were ice cold there in the third. Franz Wagner led the way with 23, um, but, you know, it, and it was enough. We we absorbed the punches and we were able to win this game against an inexperienced Portland Trailblazers team, a team that was down Anthony Simons as well. We'll talk more about them in just a minute. But this this game was too close for comfort for me, ladies and gentlemen. And and again, this might come off critical, but I think we're at this point where we know what our team can do. These gentlemen have shown us time and again how well they can perform. I think this is well below their expectations of themselves. So let this hate make you great. But yeah, too many turnovers, especially at un, uh, you know inopportune times. During the third quarter there, we were playing some good defense against the young Trailblazers team who we turned the ball over on a bunch as well. They had 16 turnovers. We had 14, but we couldn't capitalize on them. It was like a turnover pass, a passing it back and forth like a hot potato or something. We would get the turnover and then come down and give it up again. And those were opportunities, you know, when the game was at nine, 10 points where we really could have put it away in the third there, extended the lead to 14, 16 points. And we did not do it. And that's where we need to get better. Um, there were too many offensive rebounds in this game. And and this is a sticking point for me. I'm always looking at last year on these shows, we looked at rebounding and we lost the boards. 45 to 47. All right. And, and there were too many offensive rebounds and putbacks from Portland. They had 15 offensive rebounds. Right now, our opponents are re- are rebounding on the offensive boards 26.3% of their misses. That's 15th in the league. So that's not good enough for this team. We're going to talk about some of our strengths and where we're stacking up over these two games, but that is somewhere that we need to improve, especially against a team with DeAndre Ayton at the center. This isn't a big team. We are the freakishly large team. We need to be cleaning up the glass. But we were not doing that, giving way too many second-chance opportunities. And boy, oh boy, the free throws were a headache today. 21 of 32 from the line, 65.5%. I mean, that's just not going to get it done. And a lot of those, I'm looking at the line, Paulo Bancaro went 4 from 9 from the line. That We got to do better, Paulo. That's where he's going to feast you know, I was a, I was critical of Paulo last game. I said he looked a little flat. First half, he came out aggressive. He was getting into guys' bodies. He was getting into the paint. Um, and, and that's what I wanted to see from him. But it, he cooled off there in the second half. And I don't know. I noticed that mom and dad weren't there on the sideline during the third quarter. We need to get them back there. All right, because Paulo played really well with them there in the first half. And then they were late. They were, their hot dog was taking too long to get at halftime. 
And Paulo was just a little, again, flat in the second half. But he did a lot of other really good things. He rebounded the ball. He was assisting the ball. Only four assists, but there was a couple, man. Cole missed a wide-open uh, layup on, an, on a great pass from Paulo. But, you know, I think he's coming around. Someone in the comments remind me that he said he's still dealing with the thumb issue from the World Cup. So he's maybe not 100%. So let's give him a little leeway on that. And I mentioned it before, you know, Moritz Wagner was one of the stories of this game. He played really well. Uh, let's see here. His line, he's perfect from the field, 8 of 8. Uh, 17 points, nine boards, and an assist. He was bringing that energy as he always, always does. But still, this guy, this moron with this microphone, I get frustrated by the rebounding. And so I love what Moritz brings, but he's more like a four. Like, I want some Goga minutes. And while we're talking about getting some super Goga minutes, where was J.I.? We didn't get any J.I. minutes in the second half, right? Am I going crazy? Eight minutes he played tonight. And we've been told he's not on a minutes restriction because that feels a lot like a minutes restriction to me. And I thought he was healthy and ready to go. So, hey, I get I get playing, you know, doing things right and we're playing the long game here. But I, that's not what we were told. That's not what we were told. We thought we were getting a full strength Jonathan Isaac. And again, dumb guy with a microphone. But when we were getting out rebounded in the second half, I'm scratching my head like, where is where's Jonathan Isaac? What, that's part of what makes this team dynamic. Hopefully he's getting some rest and he's going to play more extended minutes against the Lakers coming up. But yeah, we cannot get out-rebounded by a team like the Portland Trailblazers. And I don't know why we went away from what was working so well in the first half. The, the Portland Trailblazers, you know, they've got some new pieces and they had a Swiss cheese defense early on and we were getting into the paint at will uh our point paints 50 to 38 and it seemed like for some reason in the third quarter we wanted to get into a three-point shooting contest and I just don't get it because we're, we're not a great three-point shooting team I, I I know I'm talking to you second cousins out there you know this but that is not our forte uh, what do we shoot from beyond the arc tonight? 32%, which is only helped because the Portland Trailblazers shot an even more atrocious 28%. On the night, they got 11, or nine more shots than we did, which again, the turnover issues, 14 to their 16, but 14 is just too much. We got to stop holding ourselves to the standard of the other team, and yes, we didn't turn the ball over as much as they did, but they're a younger team than we are. You know, we're ahead of them. They're kind of just starting this rebuild, although they're trying to do that weird thing where they're spanning, you know, two timelines. They've got Jeremy Grant. They have Malcolm Brogdon now. They got DeAndre Ayton. Well, I guess is part of their young core. You know, Shaden Sharp had a great game, although I don't really know. I can't – supposedly, DeAndre Ayton is 25. But the man looks 52. I don't know if he's trying to pull a Danny Almonte on us or what – but I just don't believe it. I want to see the birth certificates. I am, I am, I have questions. Okay, um, and that is a curious contract for them. I'm trying to bring it up right now, uh, but it was interesting that they decided to take that on because he is going to be making 23% of their salary cap this year, up to 24% next year, and then 23% in 25, 26, 35 million dollars 
in a few years. So, I mean, I get they're in a good, they're in a probably a decent financial spot because they have so many young players on that team. But I don't know if that's the contract I wanted to pick up. DeAndre Ayton gives me Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba vibes. Uh, is that does that ring true with you, Magic fans, second cousins out there? I mean, just kind of a lethargic big who you, you just want to. Do, you see, you're like, oh, I want to squeeze the potential out of you, sir. You're very, you could be very skilled, but then just I don't know, balls hitting off his stone hands, and he's just not getting boards that he probably should. Um, interesting rotation choices too. I. I Talking about the Jonathan Isaac thing tonight, I guess that kind of makes it an odd situation. But at the end of the third quarter there, we had a lineup of Franz, Moritz, Cole, Gary, and Jalen Suggs, which was a pretty unique lineup. We haven't seen that one before, Magic fans. And it was curious to me because Cole, Cole finished the game. Cole was doing, you know, doing Cole things. Definitely had a very strong game from Cole. He's one of our most reliable scorers right now, and that just keeps that. I'm just even more happy about that contract. Cole Anthony, 18 points on 6 of 15 shooting, 3 of 7 from beyond the arc, 3 of 6 from the line, 4 boards, 2 assists. You know, he had a solid game, but at the end of the game, I want Markel Fultz out there. I know the, the starting unit didn't play great in the third quarter, and they need to play better. And that's on Markel. He is a leader. He is, in my mind, the leader of this team. I want him out there in those situations where the team is absorbing blows, where he can slow things down, get us into an offensive set, get us a high-quality shot that we can convert on, and and to you know stop the, the bleeding in times like this. Because, there were again, we should have pulled away a couple times in this game, and it was way too close for comfort. But I don't want this to be, you know, I, I, again, I'm being critical because I believe in this team, and we are not going to win playing like this against the Lakers and the Clippers. So we'll chalk it up to flying cross country, and, you know, the legs maybe were a little wobbly there at the end. It's a late night right now for the for those gentlemen. So uh, we'll, we'll chalk it up to that. And we got the win. You know, that is the most important thing. Dropping a game like this is what kills you late in the season, especially if we're going to be trying to make a playoff, play-in push. Who knows? These are the type of wins that you need to grit out, you need to get, because they'll really hurt you later on. I mean, last year, there were those games against like the Detroit Pistons of the world where... We and, and the Detroit Pistons are playing well. Cade Cunningham is back, so it's no slight on them. But last year they were a different team without Cade. And those were the wins that we should have had. You know, those are the ones that you wanted and you and you needed at the end of the year, and we didn't have them. But hey, we improved to two and Second place in the Eastern Conference right now. Don't look now, all right? Um, and some things that are going really well. Second highest point differential in the league. I think that's helped out by the 30-point drubbing of the Rockets. Um, and the third-ranked defense. So we're holding teams to you know low-scoring affairs. That's what we are after. The three-point shooting is still an issue. I'm looking it up right now. We are 25th in the, no, 24th in the league at 32%. That's got to improve. Right, we we picked up some shooting over the summer. I want to see Joe Ingles knocking some shot, shots down. I want to, you know, I believe in Jalen Sucks, and 
Jalen Suggs needs to take some more three-point shots. He just didn't have them open maybe tonight, 0 for 1. I liked how he took seven in that opening game. You know, he only made two, but I, I see nights where he can make four. I just believe in the shot, and I want to see volume from our shooting guard. We need some some guys to be taking shots. Franz Wagner was our highest scorer again. The plus-minus point of the uh Point of the night would be for Peach right now. He couldn't join us. He was out doing some stuff, hockey stuff in Texas. Plus 11 from Fonz Wagner. Also plus 11 from Markel Fultz. Again, brings me back to the previous point. Why wasn't Markel Fultz out there a little bit uh, late? I hope everything's okay. But again, we're, we're trying to build a dominant defense right now, and we are doing that. Third in the league, holding teams under 100 points, 98 Point nine uh, rating on that. Our offense is 12th in the league right now at a 114. So you know them's them's winning numbers right there. That's a fit. That's that 15 point differential. Um, and hey, maybe I'm being too hard. Am I being too hard, ladies and gentlemen? Am I am I being crazy out there right now? Um, let me know in the comments if I'm wacky. I think I hit everything that I wanted to do. Uh, you know, again, let's talk about. Shaden Sharp, got to give the man his flowers. Young man, you can see that the Portland Trailblazers have a really nice guard core that they're building around. They got Shaden Sharp. Scoot Henderson looked very good, especially early, but it seemed like his mind was moving a little too fast for his feet at times with some turnovers and and some you know questionable uh, questionable choices with the ball. Anthony Sinemans was out. So they have some things of brewing in Portland and they're going to be good, but we we're ahead of, we're ahead of that rebuild. And that's why I wanted to see more. I wanted to see us dominate this game a little bit more. Uh, you know, we covered the spread, which I'm thankful for cuz your boy had us down at minus 3. So thank you for that, gentlemen. But again, want to see more out of this team. We've got coming up the Lakers and then the um, the Clippers, and we need to play better. You know, we're not going to get wins uh, playing like this offensively, especially against the Lakers and the Clippers. Let's lean into our strengths. Let's lean into our strengths. Let's get to the paint. We got away from that in the third quarter, and we almost let this team get back into it. What did you think of this game, ladies and gentlemen? Let me know in the comments, Second Cousins. Thanks for hanging out. Peace out, everybody. Until the next game, let's go, Magic, baby. Second in the league, Eastern Conference. What do we say? Come on now, people. It doesn't get much better than that.